Welcome to the Mahusik Messenger Podcast, where we connect you to the events and opportunities in and around Bethel, Maine. My name is Becca Hoskins. I'm a science illustrator based in Newry, Maine. And today I am delighted to bring to you our first interview. Glenn Parkinson, president of the Maine Ski and Snowboard Museum, was kind enough to volunteer as tribute in anticipation of his upcoming Coco Chronicles series. Without further ado, here's our interview. Hello, my name's Glenn Parkinson. I am very pleased to be the president and historian for the Maine Ski and Snowboard Museum. I've been a skier my whole life, and I've been involved with ski history for a little over 30 years. Um, I, I find that understanding where we've been helps us appreciate where we're going. Thank you so much for being here with us, Glenn, and uh, thank you for allowing us to tap into your extensive history with the sport of skiing. Your presentation topic next week is going to be why we ski. So without spoiling your presentation, can you please tell our listeners what this question has done for you and or what it means to you? Certainly. Um, you know, it's a, in some ways it's a very simple question. But when you ask people why they ski, it's, it's interesting the variety of answers that you get. Um, about 20 years ago, I was fortunate enough to be with Pepe Stiegler when he was inducted into the U.S. National Ski Hall of Fame. And as I was talking with him, he asked that question, so why do we ski? And so I, I talked with Pepe about it. He, he won the gold medal in the 1964 Olympics in slalom. So he knew his way around a, a ski hill and a pair of skis. And he thought that we were focused too much on the on the flash, on the glitz, the glamour, and you know the, the that kind of stuff, and less on the soul of the sport. And uh, he never gave me a direct answer, but he he gave me some clues. So as I thought about it, I came up with uh, some reasons that I I thought people skied. Uh, it's it gets you out in nature and the beauty of mountains in the winter. It's very healthy. You're with family and friends and there's a real thrill to it. So I've just had fun exploring that question. And in this presentation, um, it's in some ways it's an excuse for me to share with people some of my favorite ski images and some of my favorite ski quotes. And it's all based around why do we ski? When you ask yourself why you ski, do you look forward or back in your life and why? I always look forward. I think the, the past adds a richness, um, but uh, I think you've got you've to understand the past, but you've got to think forward. Uh, people ask me what's the favorite, my favorite place to go skiing, and I, my answer is uh, the next place I'm going. You know, you've got to look to the future, uh, but be enriched by the, the understanding of the past. Skiing has a real timeless aspect to it. You know, the reasons that we ski today are the same reasons that uh, Otto Schneebs skied in the 1930s and Friedrich Nansen skied in the late 1800s. It's timeless. What is unique about the history of skiing in Maine as compared to, say, Tahoe or Colorado? Maine does have some unique aspects. Uh, when you look at the history of skiing, one thing that stands out about Maine 
is the number of ski equipment companies, ski and snowboard companies, that uh, have provided the world, the country in particular, with with top-notch ski equipment. Names like Paris Manufacturing and uh, Bass Boots, you know, they, they were national leaders for decades. But the other thing that really separates Maine out, in my mind, is the sense of community. When you look historically at ski areas in Maine, it was, to a very great degree, small local ski areas. And it's that sense of community that people had uh, to build the sport, to share the sport, and to grow the sport. And I find that to be a stronger influence here in Maine than most other places. So what motivated you to get involved in the Maine Ski and Snowboard Museum? Well, that goes back before there was a Maine Ski and Snowboard Museum. Um, <clears throat> like I said earlier, I've been, visit I've been a skier my whole life, and I was visiting my father one time, and I saw a book uh, titled A Pictorial History of Skiing. And, you know, skiing was my sport. And I'm looking at this book and seeing parts of the sport, aspects of the sport that I had no idea about. So I, I had to learn. And as I did, I developed a better appreciation for the sport as it is today and a better understanding of, uh, as a, of the timeless nature of it, the timeless benefits of it. Is there an element of ski and snowboard history that's particularly interesting to you? I am a gear geek. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a ski shop set in my basement. And on any weekend, you, you might find me working on a pair of, you know, putting pine tar on a pair of skis from the 1930s or uh, sharpening the edges on a pair of Rossignol Stratos from the 1960s. Um, uh, I've got a, as they say, I have a quiver of skis spanning 100 years that are all skiable that I, at, at various times, take out on the skis on the snow. So I definitely am a gear geek. But the, you know, the, this presentation is a combination, as I said, of photos and quotes. And I just want to share a quote with you. Um, because this, I think, is illustrates the timeless nature of it. I was, I was at an event and I was talking with an older lady by the name of Ann Blair, and I asked her, "Why do you ski?" And we talked about it a little bit. She didn't quite get the question, and then she says, "Oh, oh, I understand your question now." She, here's my answer: It is the middle of January, and it is your last run of the day. It's cold, and you ride up the lift. The sun comes out, and it feels warmer. You get off at the top and look around. You can see forever and you just can't believe the view. You ski down a little slower because it is so beautiful and you have to absorb it all. You get to the bottom and that run is a special moment you will keep in your head for the rest of your life. And you know, that's nothing about the thrill, but it's all about the beauty and being outside and in nature in the winter and it's, and it's timeless. You know, when, when we go skiing this coming winter, we're gonna feel that same thing. And, you know, people skiing in the, in the 20s and 30s felt the same thing, that timeless nature. Here's another quote that I want to share. In 1890, Friedrich Nansen wrote a book about skiing across Greenland. It made him a worldwide superstar. No one had ever done it, and Arctic exploration was huge. So in this book, he, he wrote this. 
He says, can there be anything more beautiful than the northern winter landscape when snow lies foot deep, spread as a soft mantle over field and wood and hill? Does it not feel as though the mind is suddenly cleansed of a trying civilization and smoky city air? One's complete awareness is absorbed by the skis and surrounding nature. It is like something which develops not only the body, but also the soul. So that was 1890. That was 121 years ago. And he's talking about trying civilization and smoky city air. And um, we're dealing with that same stuff today. And who doesn't want to be outside on skis surrounded by nature? It is like something which develops not only the body, but also the soul. Can you give us a little bit of information about your upcoming lecture series? So we're doing a, a series of presentations. The first one is on why we ski, but the series is going to be uh, five different topics in five different locations around the state. We're opening here in Bethel with why we ski, and then in December we will be in Portland talking about made in Maine, Maine-made ski equipment like you asked about earlier. Uh, and the 20s and 30s, uh, winter carnivals in Maine were huge. Cities, towns, all vied to have the biggest, most elaborate winter carnivals. So in January, we'll be in Camden talking about winter carnivals in Maine, some of the glitzy affairs of, in Portland and Bangor and Lewiston, and uh, then uh, some of the uh, more arduous winter carnivals up in the county in the 30s. And then in uh, February, we're going to be at Sugarloaf talking about snowboarding, the history of snowboarding and snowboarding here in Maine. And then we finish in, in Waterville in March with a presentation on women in skiing. And we're going to take it right back to Skade, who is the Norse goddess of winter. And she, uh, she left her husband because he wanted to live by the seashore and she wanted to be in the mountains on her skis. So she, she did what she wanted. Uh, so starting with Scotty, we'll be talking about women and skiing through, through the years. Our series, the Cocoa Chronicles, uh, will be sponsored by Oakhurst Dairy and the main milk producers. And we really thank them for their support and uh, helping us bring these stories, these five different stories to people around the state of Maine. So I thank them for their help and their support. This has been an interview with Glenn Parkinson, president of the Maine Ski and Snowboard Museum. If you'd like to purchase a ticket to the upcoming Why We Ski event on Friday, November 26th from 4.30 to 6 p.m., go to mainskiandsnowboardmuseum.org. As always, we love to hear from our listeners. Please send us an email at mahusikmessenger at gmail.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.